welcome to the podcast. Coming to you from the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Lake of the Ozarks Podcast, Studio B. This is the new old school podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You can download any of these free apps to any mobile device. Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, Spotify, they're all free. Why, they're freer than our Hunter Biden video. Have you seen all these videos of this guy? How in the world is this man not in jail? Seems like a new video every day. Smoke and crack, weigh and crack on a scale with the prostitute. How is this not a three-season series on Netflix yet? The Biden Chronicles. No, listen, if it happens, you you heard it here first. Uh, No need to weigh it out. Get the apps. They're much safer, way healthier. How is everybody doing today? I know, I know, I know. I missed last week's podcast. I apologize. It was busy week with the holiday. So I hope this podcast finds you with all of your digits, all of your fingers. Now, I say this because we just celebrated the 4th of July. That was last week. Can you believe it? I know around here every year we have those reports of somebody not practicing their safe firework ethics. And, uh, well, they come back to work with less fingers than they once had. So I hope that's not you today. We're in a series on how to receive healing, so I suppose if that is you, well, you need this series maybe more than some others, but uh, we're, we're going back and we're looking into some basics again when it comes to ministering and receiving healing. I've seen it for many years, those that have suffered for some time with something or possibly just maybe not getting the results that you were after in ministering healing to others, and we can eventually get bogged down with what I would call the paralysis of analysis. Too much info. Too many videos and books and sermons and teachings, and we're going to take a piece from here and apart from there because we're desperate in our pursuit of freedom and results in this area. Or we see some things and, you know, we jump in at the LMNOP of somebody's ministry and we set out to do what they did just simply by watching and, well, we missed the ABC of what actually got them to the LMNOP. And so we get frustrated with ourselves in this journey, and the reality is I think we've way overcomplicated it. I really believe that. People are stressed out on how to get it or minister it, and it shouldn't be this way. It's really, guys, I've, if you know me, you know this to be the truth. It's really the simplicity of the gospel, my friends, that gets the best results. Now, there are some really basic, uh, simple basics that we can go back to, and uh, we need to have a foundation to hold on to. So, Look at this in Mark eleven twenty four as an example. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. So, quick example. Whatsoever things you desire. Well, God, I desire to be healed, right? I desire to be free from sickness and disease and pain. So, desire and then pray. We know how to pray. We know how to pray. So, so desire to be healed, pray, and then look at this. Believe that you receive and you shall have. Now, wait a minute. Not have, and then, oh, I see it, so I believe it. No, no, no. This is saying that you must believe that you received what you desired when? When you prayed. Before you ever see it, feel it, or taste it. Well, now, how do you believe that you receive? Because the issue is between the desire and pray time and the seeing time, 
You're going to have to have something to hold on to until the manifestation comes or you're going to begin to reach out to hold on to anything and that anything will not get you the manifestation that you want. You have to hold on to the ABCs, if you will. What am I talking about? The Bible. Scriptures. You got to hold on to the word of God at its basic principle that healing belongs to you because the Bible says in ABC and you hold fast to that word of God and that's what's going to get you to the manifestation. Now, well, I saw so-and-so do it and they said do it this way and, and no, 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 no. It's got to be the word. In that small in-between time of I have prayed what I desired and I'm already believing right now because the word of God says so and that settles it for me and the manifestation, I'm telling you, will not be far behind that, my friends. So how to receive healing? You go back, listen to all the previous podcasts on this series, if you would, please. There's quite a few of them. They're in order. They do build one upon another. So don't just jump in at this one, please. Really do go back. They're not very long. I've been cutting these pretty short. They're under, I think they're around 20 minutes or so. So, you know, somewhere around there. So not too long. If you would, just go back and listen to those. So I've been discussing with you the role of faith and power. Healing, now, healing power specifically. And we got to understand the mixing of faith with God's power so we can realize the blessing and the benefit of the anointing. Now, the anointing I'm talking about, of course, is God's healing power. I know there's other anointings, but for what we're discussing here, the anointing we're talking about is God's healing power. And I mentioned there's many different methods in the Bible that we see surrounding healing. We know there's laying on of hands, there's prayer, there's anointing with oil, or maybe even just speaking the word. Anyway, there's many methods, but here's the thing. You have to know this. All those different methods still require faith to release the power of God because it's more than simply doing the method. I think a great example of this is that woman with the issue of blood. She came in and she touched the hem of the garment, but the Bible also notes that everybody else was already touching the hem before she ever walked up. Now, she did a method that others were doing, and yet they got no results, and she got maximum results. How? We know Jesus was filled with virtue, even while all the others were touching. So what was the key? Because it has to go beyond just a method. Yes, the method was involved, but what did Jesus say the difference was? The difference was, it was faith. Many were hoping, some were wishing, maybe many were just trying to get his attention, but just one woman came in and she had it settled before she ever got there because that story starts out with what? When she heard of Jesus. She's holding on to a basic principle that she heard in the beginning that I heard about this Jesus and he heals people. And so before she ever got there, she said, I shall. I shall, and then she touched. The method was there, but faith, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Now we see by the very next chapter, all that touched the hem of the garment were being made whole. Why? Well, they learned that, hey, do it. Don't try it. Do it. It's not just a method. You have to believe that when I plug into Jesus at the hem of the garment, that power will be released into my body. So we've been likening healing power to electricity or electrical power. And we said that we know that we can have electricity in this outlet on the wall, because faith comes by hearing. You were told that it's there. You assume it's there. You, you think it's there. You were told it was there. But to release it, yes, you have to believe it's there. But then you have to allow that belief to cause you to act by plugging into it to release it. Isn't that right? That's what took place with that woman. It says when she heard of Jesus. Then she set out to plug in, already knowing, already knowing that it will work. Plugging in a cord. And so we've been likening these methods, if you will, to cords that can plug into the power. And the power can, for instance, flow through a believer's hands or through anointing oil or a prayer cloth or a prayer for that matter. But faith is always involved, again, for any method. 
So we're having to learn, if you will, the ABCs of electricity again, because uh, when the light didn't come on, we freaked out and we called the electric company. God, you need to send more power. No, that's not the issue. We have more than enough power, but we got to go back to some simple troubleshooting, if you will, the switch of faith. Acts 6, 3 through 6, wherefore, brethren, look ye out among seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, who we may appoint over this business. Now, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and ministry of the word, and the saying pleased the whole multitude. There's a miracle. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. And we see Philip and a bunch of others here, time and, uh, you know, some other guys. Uh, they set them before the apostles, and when they prayed, they laid their hands on them. So to give you some background history here on this one, in Acts 6, this is the early days of the church, it says in Acts 2 and verse 44 that they had all things in common. Now the disciples, the 12, the apostles were the only ministers the believers had at the beginning of the early church. It was a baby church just starting out, and the church didn't exist anywhere else except in Jerusalem at the time. In Mark 16, it's recorded that Jesus had said, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. In Acts 1 and verse 8, he said, after that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. But the believers had not ministered to anybody except in Jerusalem at that time. So there in Jerusalem, the believers had all things in common, but some felt as though they were being neglected in the daily ministrations. And so the 12 said, let's look out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, who we can appoint over this business. Three things, full of the Holy Ghost, honest report, and wisdom. And then here's these seven men that were chosen to oversee this part of the ministry. Now it tells us that all seven were filled with the Holy Ghost, but notice something. Look what it says about one of them. It only mentions this about one of them. Look what it says about Stephen. It says he was full of faith and the Holy Ghost. Then suddenly we see that Stephen, he's got these reports of amazing miracles happening while he's simply serving the widows. I mean, he didn't demand that I get a pulpit and, hey, I want to go over here and, and, and do this because, guys, I'm just as called as everybody else. No, he said, look, if this is what I'm called to, then I'm going to give it my fullest attention. And if these widows are what I'm given, then I'm going to give them everything I got. Come on, that's something for us to learn. Just prosper where God placed you for now. Find a way. I know for years when we started, the first five years of this ministry, we preached to the same five to ten people every single Tuesday for healing school. And really, it was closer to five than 10 for five straight years. But we gave them everything that we got. Acts 6 and verse 8, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Come on, that's awesome. He decided that he was going to prosper where he was planted. Another thing to note is Jesus had already said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Stephen filled with what? Faith and power. Holy Ghost power. Don't forget the power. You got Holy Ghost, then you got power. Now, see, all seven were filled with the Holy Ghost. So, yes, they all had the power, but, and I know this to be true, but possibly not all of them were filled with faith. Now, I know a good number of Holy Ghost, Spirit-filled ministers out there that are sitting with power on the inside of them, no doubt about it, but they lack the faith to see it manifested through them. That's the truth. I even say most of them, I know uh, in just my small circle, most of them, not all, but I, I, uh, most do not have the faith in those areas to see the power released. I'm not saying they don't believe in the power of God. I'm not saying they're not filled with the Holy Spirit, but they lack the faith to see it released through themselves in power. So they preach fine sermons and all, but no manifestations, no real results. They're, they're just giving info. And, and, and again, I'm not saying their sermons aren't approved by God. 
I'm not saying they're not biblical, but they are simply giving sermons, or some I know, some I know, some I know they're preaching so long, they're giving seminars at this point because they lack results. So more preaching, deeper preaching, harder preaching, longer preaching. I'm gonna tell you something, a miracle's worth a thousand sermons. It's not longer, harder, deeper that's gonna ever produce the results that they seek. Faith, for them to step out and to do what it is that they're preaching themselves. See, when push comes to shove, I'll I'll tell you what, I know how to get a miracle. So I don't preach from something I don't know. You, you, You want a cancer gone? I can get it. You need healed? I can do it. You want a devil cast out? You got it. But it's because I know I have the power and I have the faith to rely on that power and, and it freaks the flesh out. So ministers who are still so flesh-driven will cover their lack of results with excuses and longer, harder, deeper preaching. It's true, hoping that maybe somebody will grab something and something might happen. It won't, not without faith. And so what the problem is, is they like too much control, and that's the truth. They are control freaks, many of them. And that's now slipped over into their spiritual walk. And that's the truth. So they refuse to really surrender in faith to the Holy Spirit. And because of that, they will not see results because they're too worried about their reputation and what it might look like if it doesn't work. Well, that's the wrong question. When you believe, the question is what's going to happen when it does work. I, I get it. It does freak the flesh out because we are flesh-driven people. And it's not comfortable, but it's so amazing and it's so necessary. Every believer who has been baptized in the Holy Ghost, you have power. But that would be a lot like saying, I know I have the power and the outlet on the wall, but I'm not going to plug into it because I'm not sure what might happen. So let's have a seminar on electrical outlets for a month. (laughs) No, listen, the power is there, but unreleased, not released. It doesn't do any good. Acts 1 and verse 8, you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Real quick, if you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit and you are listening to this, Why? Why are you not? Call me, 573-216-1871. That's the ministry phone. Call me, 573-216-1871. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Prayer at twoguysinabible.com if you want to email me. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. You shall receive power. I love that scripture because it's an ABC. It's at those times when I, I possibly didn't get the results I was after. Let me tell you something. I don't have to waste any time and wonder if God would send his power down. If I just had more, Lord, send down your power, Lord. Nope. I've already got the power, so I don't have to spend any time on that. Now what I do is I've got to figure out where I went wrong in releasing the power. Did I plug in? Did I plug in the right cord? Was I listening? Because it may not have been the cord of laying on a hands this time. Maybe it was something else. It'll never be a power issue, friends. Stop calling the power company. These seven men were full of the Holy Ghost, which made them full of power, but it was Stephen who it was noted as saying, and faith. So again, I have to conclude that the reason that we see Stephen mentioned and not the others is because his faith mixed with the power. We really missed it at times, I I believe, thinking that, well, if I have the power, it's just going to automatically show up in my service or my meeting or in my life. It won't. Now, Stephen wasn't a preacher. He wasn't an apostle, an evangelist, not part of the 12. Matter of fact, he died as what we would call maybe a deacon of the church. He never achieved the great titles of pastor and bishop and teacher and, or apostle. Everybody wants to be an apostle right now or prophet or prophetess or reverend. No, he did great wonders and miracles among the people. What people? The people that he was with. He didn't have to go look somebody somewhere else. He was filled with power. Yes, but they all were but it says that he was filled with faith. 
So back to ABCs. Where does faith come from? Romans 10, 17. From hearing. From hearing. Well, now, wait a minute. That is the problem, isn't it? Faith comes by hearing. What are you hearing? Faith comes by hearing, and you're hearing what the news says, and the CDC says, and the doctor said, and he said, and she said, and they said. I don't know who they are, but I know who he is. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. What am I talking about? The ABCs, the basics, the foundations. We become, listen, I know this. We have become too glitz and glamour. Oh, look, a shiny thing. Let's run over there and maybe I'll get some results. Oh, and a prophecy and a word and a confirmation. Listen, in and of themselves, not bad things, but I've noticed this. We are now, we, we have people, and it's happening here, we have people that are seeking that over the word of God found in your Bible. See, people don't, people don't want you to just give them a scripture. They don't want you to just give them a scripture and I need a prophecy. I need a flashy word. I need hands laid on me. They don't want the basics. They don't want to go back to the word of God. They're seeking these things over the word of God. Again, those things in and of themselves are not bad, but you better take those things back to the word anyway, or they're worthless. We're seeking that over the word of God found in your Bibles. We've gotten so far off in a ditch again. Here's Stephen. He said, well, this is what God gave me. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to work miracles and signs and wonders among the people and uh, the ones that I have. And he was safe and secure in his calling, and he didn't demand to become an apostle. He didn't need to be in the club. He didn't need to have a title. No, none of it. So how do we receive healing? How do we, how do we minister healing? Well, Stephen showed us something today, didn't he? He stuck with the ABCs. Here's what's cool. He stuck with the ABCs, but he got element of P results. And that's my hope for you today. If you can get pulled back to where it all started and you were filled with the Holy Ghost and you got the power, but are you filled with faith? Well, if you're not, then what do you have to do? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You got to go back to the ABCs in the word of God. So will you allow yourself to move in and through faith? So again, are you taking what you've heard? That's the key, the ABC, right? Those men in the Bible. In Matthew 14, it says they had a knowledge of Jesus, and because of what they heard, they brought the sick unto him to be healed. They didn't, listen, they did that after they had a knowledge about him. Why? By hearing. Why? That built faith to move, to act. In Luke 6, it says the multitude came to hear and be healed, right? They, they weren't convinced, so they had to hear something. They had to have the ABCs. They had to hear something. And I'm telling you to do this because there's gonna be times you're gonna have to minister to somebody the ABCs yourself. If you're ministering to somebody and it's not working, we gotta go back to the ABCs. They have to hear, and then they can be healed. Hearing, faith comes by hearing, and the action based off of what they heard, be healed. So we must, as we're moving forward, yes. Yes, continue to preach, continue to teach, so the people can hear, but eventually, eventually it's gonna come down to the challenge. Will you take what you heard and move based off of the simplicity of the ABC, the gospel? Would you be confident enough to say, I have heard the word of God. Now I shall, I shall. Stephen, full of faith and power. You put your name in there right now. You, you, full of faith and power, did great wonders among the people. Oh, it's your time, friends. Come on, don't act like you don't have the power. You do. If you have Holy Spirit, you have the power. So get to work. Manifest that power to the people. You 
get out there and grab the hem of that garment and demand that I shall have my manifestation. I shall have it in the name of Jesus because I have heard. Well, thank you for joining me today. That's all the time that I have. This is the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Until next time, I'll be out there filled with faith and power, tempting the ridiculous, and achieving the miraculous.